go. Hi, welcome to Aristotle Asparagus. I'm Aristotle Asparagus, and this is Aristotle Asparagus. Yeah, okay. Same, same old intro. I don't. It's not a creative intro. I don't know why I still do it. Uh, well, we today have a get another guest. Uh, he is a movie producer um, who produced one of my favorite movies, Bring to Be Bear. Please welcome Mr. Kevin Costello. How's it going, Kevin? Uh, hey, 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 Aristotle. Um, it's going well. Um, how are you? Um, good. Uh, doing well, but just doing the podcast. Uh, so, but let's cool. just get. Oh, sorry. Oh no, that was just that rocks. Yeah, okay. happy to have. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here on the podcast. Yeah, happy to have you. So let's just get into this. I want to know. Um, I, I believe I read from Wikipedia that you. I know you produced Briggs, or you wrote Briggs Be Bear? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, co I co-wrote it with uh, with Kyle Mooney, um, uh, who stars in it. I think Wikipedia said you two grew up, grew up together? Uh, yeah, that, uh, we we went to middle school together, um, so we were buds in like 7th and 8th grade together in San Diego. Um but I, I moved away and we re, kind of reconnected in LA after college. Oh. So, um, but yeah, I've, I've known Kyle for a, a long, long time. Yeah, I, I just recently had an, another guest who, Nick Rutherford, who's a member of Good Neighbor. I'm sure you know him because he was in Brixby there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Nick Nick is great. He's one of the funniest dudes on the planet. Yeah. Um, so, uh, y yeah, I mean, I, I just recently know, learned about uh, Beck, Beck Bennett leaving SNL and it just kind of yeah it, it's just kind of strange because Kyle Mooney got like way too little screen time last season but I think Beck Bennett got more screen time than any other cast member yeah yeah I don't I don't really uh have too much insight into like the kind of like mass machinations of those kind of decisions um but because uh, it seems like a lot of people stayed but uh I think uh, yeah, Beck's gonna go on to do really cool stuff. He's he's amazing, so I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think I read that he was fired. I think he chose to. Uh, I mean, I mean, it seems yeah. I think that was the tone of the the, the deadline story for sure. It, it seems Lauren Michaels just becoming more and more empathetic and just is becoming more and more uncomfortable firing people. So that that. <laughs> Could, that, that could be what is causing the big cast increase. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I buy that theory. Yeah, uh, I mean, Lauren Michaels is known as kind of just like a polarizing figure in how he behaves, but uh, I guess he really cares about the current cast. But yeah, I mean, I, understand, I, mean, I mean, Beck, I definitely think it, it, it could be a good decision. He's been on there since Don Pardo was the announcer, uh, and... He, I, I've seen him in several movies, oh, wow. including Brigsby Bear. He was in Brigsby Bear, and uh, yes, he was. He, he's getting like a lot of voice work, and uh, I think it. I'm. I, I mean, he, he need. I think he's ready to be a ready for prime time player at this point. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. He's he's super super talented, and he he can do a ton of stuff. And I I think he's going to do some exciting stuff, and you know, hopefully create some stuff for himself and do a bunch of, you know, really cool acting projects. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing, uh, seeing what he does. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I know, I know like Kristen Wiig was in Bridesmaids while she was still on the cast. So you don't have to, you can even branch out while still on the cast. It seems a lot of cast members are doing that now. 
Yeah, it certainly seems like uh, people have more leeway um, to kind of do multiple projects at once. I think that's that's definitely been the case with uh, with a lot of the current cast members. But yeah, other, other than the fact that I just want to come, that it's a coincidence that uh, one of the new cast members is named Aristotle A. Uh, however, we should also... Yeah, is that, are you guys connected in any way? Do you, do you know do you know each other? No, I. it's a total coincidence. Aristotle Asparagus is not my real name, even. It's a pseudonym. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the name I sent in the email also isn't my real name, but the first <laughs> name is, but not the last name. Uh, but, 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 but yeah, I mean, let's stop talking about something you have minimal involvement in, and let's talk about something you've actually done. Uh, and sure. Brigsby Bear. Uh, I want to know, um, uh, was it inspired by anything that you would know of? Like, what, what, what was the inspiration for it? Um, well, uh, it was Kyle's idea of, like, a show that, you know, only one person watched, basically, and... Um, the aesthetic, I think, was a large part of the idea doing a kind of like full animatronic type throwback character um, and then centering the movie around that and just like how, how that would feel. Um, so, yeah, it was like a very specific, like just uh, idea. And uh, we sort of built the plot around that. Yeah, um, I, I actually, after watching it, um, I thought it was a really good movie, but the one thing that felt that, like, was really not satisfactory to me was the fact that if, even if they did try to actually, like, have us watch Brigsby Bear, they'd have, like, no time to do other things, because, like, it's portrayed as having so many episodes, and, like, all of it is stuff I want to see. Yeah, I mean, we worked out the math of how many hours it would be at one point. I, I forget what the number we came up with was, but uh, it's an all-encompassing sort of, you know, day-to-day uh, uh, -day indoctrination of education and religion and fantasy. Uh, and there's a lot, a lot to consume there. I, I would, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can do the entire 17 seasons someday. That'll maybe that'll we'll circle back around to that. Yeah. And uh, one thing that's always interested me in the whole movie thing is, uh, well, m movie industry is who could have played certain characters. Was there anything like that that were like some people who are famous then or famous now, like audition for the movie? Um, no, uh, not not particularly. I think that uh, you know we 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 kind of got exactly who we went after, and you know I think that like. Mark Hamill was like the absolute pie in the sky thing that seemed impossible. So, you know, but and, and we were able to convince him to do it, which is incredible. Um, so, yeah, there was no like real um, uh, almost uh, different casting type stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, couldn't be happier with with everyone we got. It's such a crazy cast. Yeah, um, I know. I mean. Mark Hamill is the voice on, of Skips on regular shows, so uh, I, I can definitely... That's right. Mo you, you know a regular show, right? Um, I'm familiar with it, yes. I know, I, know, I, I know of it. He voices one of the main characters on it, and I think if, if he was willing to voice one of the main characters of the show, I could totally understand him agreeing to a movie like Brisby Bear. For sure, for sure. Um, but uh, y y you know, we 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 asked him to kind of come out to Utah and 
you know, pretend to be a, a child abductor, which is a, it's a kind of a tough ask for someone who's like an icon, you know, he's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and we're like, hey, come be a, a fucking freak for us, you know? Sorry, am I allowed to curse on I, 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 Oh, I oh to- totally, totally. I mean, the, the, okay. we're not under any corporate thing. This is independent. Cool. Curse all you yeah. want. Uh, okay. and, and the whole issue with how TV and movies treat cursing is something that really annoys me, but I actually have to spend time interviewing you, so I, I can't waste time like that. It's too much to talk about. Okay, but, cool, yeah. cool. Well, I'll try not to be cross. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean, don't talk talk about just, like, fucking everybody on Earth, but if, if you just want to say yeah. a, a total fucking freak, that's, that's fine. Okay. No, yeah, I won't even... So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how'd you guys come up with thinking of Mark Hamill for that part? Was it just because of his role as the Joker and basically everything related to Batman? Or that was a big part of it. And you were like, this guy is totally, he could totally pull off being a child better. (laughs) (laughs) Not that, you know, he's great, but, you know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think Kyle and I were both really big fans of his voiceover work. I mean, obviously, he's Luke Skywalker and like, oh, yeah we're both huge Star Wars fans and it was just crazy Couldn't to pass be, up the chance. Yeah. yeah. To be like on set and just like talking with him about Star Wars and you know, it was, uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was like a, a, a dream come true. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, um, there's a debate. Some people go around saying whether Heath Ledger or Mark Hamill is better as Joker. And I think the one way to settle that once and for all is saying that, Heath Ledger is the best, but Mark Hamill is the truest. Yeah, I think that's I think that's accurate in the way that like the animated series is kind of like uh, maybe truer to its original idea of the Joker and who the Joker is, and Heath Ledger's is you know a gritty Nolan-esque take on it, which which rocks hard, and it's like a Michael Mann version of the Joker, and it's amazing. But uh, yeah, I mean, Mark Hamill's the one that I grew up with for sure, because like um, I grew up with his Joker, so that's it's like the iconic thing for me for that character for sure. And just speaking of how I was talking about like m- movie, like considering people or auditioning people, uh, one thing I know is that I believe Steve Carell was considered or auditioned for the Joker in The Dark Knight. And that sounds really stupid now, but I assume that back when the movie was like still in production and Heath Ledger was announced as Joker, people probably were like, "Please get Steve Carell to do this instead." Oh, absolutely! I would love to. I would love to see uh, alternate universe Steve Carell version of uh, Dark Knight. It would. It would. <laughs> it would be real bad, but pretty fun. I think. Well, yeah. back when it was still in production, a Steve Carell Joker sounded much better than a Heath Ledger Joker, and that got some pretty bad backlash, and then suddenly it ends up being one of the most acclaimed movie performances of all time. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You can't really, you know, you see wacky casting decisions sometimes, but you really never know. Um, I I think it's always fun to be surprised by a performance and not, not try to prejudge things, something too early based on your preconceptions of someone, you know? I think that's... It's an important cultural lesson yeah. um, that Steve Carell taught us. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever have a similar experiment experience when you were producing this, or I, or you know, if you've ever produced anything else, you know, did you ever yeah. have a similar experience to that where you saw a performance, you're like, wow, I really like that, but you didn't expect to. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure there's something. Um, I, nothing's particularly coming to mind. I mean, I, I expect everyone to be great, and they are. I love movies, and I, I love actors. Um, uh, but I don't know. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm struggling because there's like a bunch of obvious like comedians yeah. doing, you know, more dramatic part type stuff, which is always interesting um like when uh, bruce willis did die hard that was pretty crazy right yeah, bruce willis yeah. For die hard? he's the wacky moonlighting guy okay. he's tough now yeah hmm. um yeah that's a, that's my answer is die hard okay uh well um, are there any movies you're currently working on right now um yeah there's uh i I wrote a, a, a Looney Tunes cartoons movie for HBO Max that just went into production, so it'll be animated. Uh, Porky and Daffy, like buddy comedy, um, like a full feature uh, movie. Um, so I'm excited about that. It's 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 going to be cool. Um, Kyle and I are working on some some stuff, cooking up some some cool things. Uh, some that you'll see sooner than later, but mm -hmm. but uh, and some that will be longer down the line. But cool stuff, and uh, yeah, a lot of play, you know, animation type stuff too. Okay, is this Looney Tunes thing? Is it fully animated? It's fully animated. It's not. Yeah, there's no hybrid. It's a two D animated. Okay, uh, and are they going to have? Is this going to be? voice actors or celebrities as voice actors um i i don't know if i'm allowed to really talk about any of that kind of stuff that makes um, sense. uh i mean uh, but it's gonna be it's gonna be cool it's gonna be out there yeah um i'll try to find a way to check it out without but, but uh i i don't have hbo max but i probably should at this point or uh, oh yeah you can maybe do a free trial yeah uh so, so okay so yeah um uh do do you have any other like uh i mean i there i, I do have more questions to ask about brisbane bear but right now awesome. do you have any like information you could just give without like, like just tell us some <laughs> fun facts about it uh we shot it in utah i'll give you a couple bullet points you know just to take some of the weight off your shoulders yeah, um, we okay. shot it in salt lake city utah around salt lake city and uh, up in the mountains and uh in and around salt lake city um and uh oof, i'm trying to think of other facts i mean a lot of them are sort of on their face uh plainly obvious uh so i want to skip those um was one of them but, that it's uh, called brigsby bear i didn't know that yeah, it's it's called Briggs, it's titled Briggs Briggsby Bear. Wait, it is. That's very surprising. Yeah, yeah, no, abs absolutely. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't realize that. Okay. Uh, well, I'm. I'll talk about the Utah thing. I know. Uh, I assume most movies are filmed in L.A. and maybe New York. I don't know. Do people ever film movies in New York? I. <laughs> I <have no> idea. <laughs> I don't know the exact numbers, but a lot of, a lot of stuff is not shot in Los Angeles um, because there's uh, there's only so many tax credits given out for productions, and uh, 
you know, most sort of uh, smaller budget things are looking for uh, in-state tax credits uh, to help alleviate uh, some of the financial uh, risks. And uh, so a lot of places, you know, Utah is, is one of them and Vancouver and Atlanta and uh, there, are, there are other, you know, hubs that are kind of popping up. But there's still a lot of stuff that happens in L.A., but it feels like increasingly less, maybe. Which Vancouver? Yeah, Vancouver. Yep. Which which one? Oh, the one uh, up north in in, in uh, Canada. Okay, uh, I I know a thing like a lot of like some TV, a lot of like uh, TV shows are filmed in Canada and like some like Canadian voice actors for like anime and video games and stuff you can find in like CW shows because of that. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, like The Flash, you can find some like people you probably have heard the voice of on a cartoon from Canada. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, um, and you, you say you're working on upcoming stuff with Kyle, Kyle Mooney. Um, what, do you have any information on what that kind of stuff is, or is that the kind of stuff you can't talk about now? Uh, yeah, probably can't talk about, uh, uh, anything too much but i think you know safe to say that it's like in in the in the similar vein of of what we did with brigsby and 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 a new kind of uh uh idea uh that 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 we're uh writing so so doing that and uh you know everything takes everything takes a long time but uh yeah we've been working on a few things actually Wait, wait, I'm not, it sounds like it could be good. I think one of the reasons why I like Brigsby Bear so much is probably because it was good neighbor people, which I'll include you in that, but also the Lonely Island and Lord and Miller. Like, and... Like, oh, I, for I, sure, yeah, we... Yeah. Uh, yeah, we super lucked out. We had the, the best the best help from those guys. And, you know, they, they really, like, walked us through a lot of stuff, and... We're super hands-on, so um, yeah, the Lonely Island guys, uh, especially, were uh, great. Yeah, uh, and they make some pretty great music too. But I wish they still oh, made it. Absolutely, yeah. musical, yeah, of course. And uh, yeah, um, oh, I wonder what Andy Samberg is going to do in the Brooklyn Nine-Nine premiere season. I mean, he probably could have used it to host SNL, but but NBC just had to make it ten episodes and. Two episodes. There, there's no week that airs just one episode. Like literally, like they aired the entire season before the actual TV season started. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of crazy that they just uh, shoved it out like that. They definitely should give Andy a hosting stint, anyways. I mean, if I yeah. mean, I mean, he he did host once in season thirty nine. It was actually the finale, meaning his show was the last one Don Pardo announced. Uh, but uh, and, and I know. We're, they're currently focusing on giving Jason Sudeikis the host. Yeah, do you you miss Don Pardo, huh? I mean, yeah, uh, but Daryl Hammond's doing a good job. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's been around for a while, so I'm just kind of y using him as like a like a point in the time. Like he was doing the show when he, when Don Pardo was still around. But yeah, it was, he was a great announcer. Of, I mean, he was literally doing the show from the start until he was like 96. He was still doing it. That's, yeah, one of the best voice, best voices. It's uh, you know. But but yeah, now, I'm now, not gonna do it. Is I'm not gonna do an impression. I could though. We all could. 
I mean, I I probably could, but I'd, I'd be embarrassed. Like, I could only do a Don Pardo impression as long as no one can hear me or no, I believe. I would never do it. The only way, I'm a millionaire. The only way to get me to do a Don Pardo impression in, in front of other people is to is for me to think that I'm not doing it in front of other people. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, Out in the woods. But, uh, y- yeah, I'm, I think they should definitely be focusing on getting uh, Jason Sudeikis is hosting his stint. But uh, they should give one to Andy, too. But I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see what Jason Sudeikis brings back. Uh, I'm. What I'm worried about is that he doesn't really bring back anything from his tenure. That that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say I'm worried about it. I would say, uh, you know, I'm very passively uh, looking forward to, uh, to to seeing what delights are in store. You know, um, and uh, I, I think it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, but uh, I know a lot of his best recurring sketches. He did like do a good job in them, but it also had other people that aren't in the cast now in them. Uh, and for, for the love of me, I can't think of a sketch that was like mainly a Jason Sudeikis and Kian Thompson thing. So. Oh yeah, maybe. I bet, yeah, I bet we can think of something, but uh, yeah. Y- yeah. Like the, the spreadsheet spreadsheets out. The, the previous season had, didn't seem to have a lot of cameos. They had a couple I don't know if that was a COVID thing or just a whole, this is just like the whole fact that doing it during COVID was kind of stressful and they probably didn't want to spend so much energy on getting people. But I really hope that for uh, Jason Sudeikis' home sink stint, we have like Bill Hader. And do you know the skit with LeBron James where Jason Sudeikis plays that cameraman? Uh, that, uh, no, I don't think I, I remember that one. It, it's on YouTube. It's absolutely, it, it's one of the funniest okay. sketches. Uh, and right, I'm going to look it up. And, Not right now, but I will. And, and of course, um, uh, Kristen Wiig should be there to do a two a-holes reunion. Do you remember those sketches? Oh yeah. I, I love the two a-holes. Yeah. Um, it seems that they've kind of been forgotten in today's atmosphere. I know we're, um, and, uh, but I mean, the, I think, yeah, okay. but you could slot them right into to these modern times. Are you kidding me? The stuff that they would be an asshole about, yeah. uh, you know, in the world of today. I think that there's a lot of a lot of fun stuff there. So, um, yeah, I would. If you, yeah, if you can bet on this, if we're going to bet on this, that's I would I would bet on that one. Okay. You know, back, right. I guess, uh, but uh, yeah, probably just they might. Uh, I don't know. Um, well, uh, so uh, just about Br- brings me bear. Uh, so, so just, uh, <laughs> where did you get like the Brigsby bear suits and like all of those like animatronic materials? Um, it was built for us by Stupid Buddy Studios. Uh, Wait, they, they do the people that do Robot Chicken. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, it was. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you know, they, they, yeah, obviously they do robot chicken. They, they do a lot of really cool stuff there, and uh, they, but not not a ton of like big builds like what this was. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was it was incredible. Um, yeah, we spent a little bit of time, you know, talking with them and sharing references and stuff, and uh, and building it. But I mean, I, it turned out just like absolutely perfect. Yeah, uh, and. I'm glad I did. And, uh, 
I mean, I'm, I'm not really sure on Robot Chicken. I think when it started out, it was all action figures that people actually owned, but I, I'd assume that's definitely not something they could maintain now. But. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I, 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 um, I, I will say the, uh, the, the, the principal designer and operator of Rigsby's, uh, a man named Ben Bayes, and uh, I, you can follow him on, on Instagram. He's, he's awesome. He's, he's a really cool like artist, and what he was able to do as like the sort of you know manipulator of Rigsby and like the kind of puppeteer was was really incredible. Um, and uh, yeah, he, he did an awesome job. And uh, what was the police station in the movie? Uh, wh where was that filmed? Uh, that was a courthouse, um, a little bit outside of Salt Lake City, and uh, I would have to uh, get out uh, uh, Google Maps to, to to remember what the name of the town was. But uh, a little, like a smaller kind of suburb area of Salt Lake City. It was a, a courthouse, so not not an actual police station. Okay. Um, was it an actual courthouse with a film police station in it? Uh, it was, yeah. It was a real courthouse. A it functioning courthouse, yeah. It was a real courthouse that just also had a, a fake police station in it? Uh, yeah, I mean, all of the elements of the police station, some of them were shot on the stage and some of them were shot just like in a nondescript kind of room, you know? Um, or in like a hallway of the courthouse, yeah. So there's there was no like actual, um, uh, you know, jail or anything in there. Okay, uh, yeah, um, definitely. No, it's it's hard to get uh, first responders offices as a filming location. So I assume they just use fake ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't considered the first responders, but that's. That, checks out um and i i think one of the things that exemplifies that is the uh i forget what it's called the, the hospital where like gray's anatomy and scrubs and children's hospital are all filmed like it's the hospital and everything like in parks and recreation where we see Anne working at her nurse job that's the same place like in like the medical scenes from the office that's the same place i think like the reason why like comedy tv always or not even comedy tv because i mentioned gray's anatomy that's not a comedy but uh they have they have to use the like the same fake hospital because I think it was a real hospital that closed down and was turned into a filming location. I don't think you can find a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. What a crazy hospital that must be. Um, I I I know I I live uh, above the uh, the ABC's Prospect Studios in Los Feliz, and uh, I know they shoot a lot of hospital stuff there. Um, I think it's like. A go-to hospital place because they have General Hospital shot there, um, Grey's Anatomy as well. Um, but I don't know if it used to be a hospital. It might not be the same thing. It might just be. I mean, you can never have too many hospitals in this town, um, and it's you know people love hospitals. It's it's like the the one kind of constant over the past like several decades is that like they'll sh they'll show up for hospitals. They love that. They love them. Okay. Um, do you do you have any? thing that uh, you, you want to promote that's just recently came out? Um, uh, no, not, not, not necessarily. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I 
there's the children's movie Tom and Jerry that I, I uh, helped uh, uh, I worked on uh, that came out earlier this year. Um, oh yeah. Oh, if you have kids, uh, you know it's a, it's, it's you know. My two year old loved that. Okay, cool. I'm That's just kidding. no, I'm 16. I do not. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. We're both 16. I'm not grooming him or something. I probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, yeah, we're, we're both 16. Uh, Got it. Okay, cool. So, I do yeah, that movie you wouldn't have a two year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hopefully not. I, I hope I don't have Well, if you, if, yeah, if any of your listeners have a two year old, you know, show them there's like these, it opens with like rapping pigeons, you know? Mm-hmm. So, they'll like, yeah, they, they you know, yeah, well, uh, yeah, check it out here too. Um, and yeah, I, I also I, I worked on um, a movie called Bad Trip that came out on uh, Netflix earlier this year. That's still out there, Andre um, uh, movie, um, and uh, it's it's incredible. I think it's like a really really cool, and uh, I helped out a little bit on that. And on the thing I mentioned earlier about like a whole Brigsby Bear TV show, that doesn't seem possible. But I feel like if there just gets to a point where there's like another pandemic or something and there's nothing live action that you could like work on, a, a movie, or like the Brigsby Bear movie that James Pope created being shown to us would be cool. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, absolutely. But uh, I, th- I think at this point, I'm not sure we're going to have another pandemic. Uh, I, mean, I think we will. I don't know. It feels like it feels like we will. And if we do, it's probably just going to be COVID again or something. Uh, but uh, what yeah, I, should, I hope so. What I should note is that uh, I I record the recordings, and the recordings of the recordings can only go to thirty minutes, so I do two of them. And oh, okay. The current one is about to end, so we're going to start a new recording, and we are going to talk to our next guest after the break and we are back um we're about to get up to our next guest and someone accompanying him should be showing up soon uh but let's just get to him uh oh my goodness okay uh kevin do you have a bird uh no i think that might be my dog maybe um elron not i mean uh guest is or other guest is that your dog you have nope. a dog, right? It's not my dog. My okay. dog is upstairs. But we should get to the other guests. This is infuriating. So, uh, long story short, Kevin, we're in a different... In the universe of my podcast, we... this. Do you remember Crazy Frog? Oh, absolutely. The, the frog that says Bing Bing? But now, which version are you thinking of? Because I'm thinking of a very specific uh, character model. It's like blue... And he sang a parody, or he sang a cover of the Beverly Hills Cop theme, and it has a billion views on YouTube. Um, yeah, Axel F. Uh, he also had goggles on his head, I think, if, yep. I'm, if I'm remembering. And, and an old-timey pilot's helmet. And his version of We Are the Champions, more YouTube views than the Queen version. I am not even kidding. Uh, but basically, wow. that that's in the regular universe. In the in the Aristotle Asparagus universe, Crazy Frog was actually a supervillain running a company called AdCorp, working to okay. try to steal people's brain data. And they got so successful that Crazy Frog managed to buy 
the office of the United States and become the leader, like the CEO and actual president of this country and made it a terrible place and is even working on doing other stuff. Terrible. What are his like, policy initiatives as crazy fog? Like what's his agenda? Just torture people. But I should note that uh, me and a few other people managed to escape that the dimension where he was ruling America into this other place that where um, our lawyer, L. Ron Travolta, used to torture us. Now he's on our side, but uh, well, on my side, I don't have any other people. But we transferred everybody from that dimension's consciences over into new bodies made of brain dust uh, and replaced their the, the original version of consciences with artificial ones. So, nice. But... Uh, that other universe is about to be completely destroyed because uh, because um, you, you know those memes about how Queen Elizabeth is immortal? Uh, yeah, I mean, not specifically, but I, I can imagine uh, something that would vaguely yeah, resemble yeah, that. She's sure. so old that she lives forever. Y yeah, well, it turns out she made. I mean, she looks old. She doesn't look like she's going to live forever. I, that, maybe that's rude to say. She made a deal with the Grim Reaper that she, her essence cannot be destroyed. And Crazy Frog, in, in because Queen Elizabeth would not sell the United Kingdom to him, he went the other way and tried, and tried to find a way to prevent her from being born and take on her position. But it turns out that going back, that when the Grim Reaper did this, it meant she, her essence can simply not be destroyed. Even if you try to go back in time and prevent her from ever existing, it won't work. And it turns out by that happening, she... Because it's a paradox? Yeah, it, it, it created a paradox, which just ended up becoming a giant vortex, which is sucking up everyone. And now that we get to our next guest, Crazy Frog, who we had a break, a, a nice long break from, is back here. Please welcome fucking Crazy Frog. Hey, it's me, I'm Crazy. Crazy Frog, you sound a little quiet today. Yeah, you know, I, I have had a little laryngitis, as you can tell. I'm not, uh, bing, 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 you know. Oh, there, that, okay, that sounds like him. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'm not as young nice as I used to be. It's nice to meet you, too. Uh, well, but, um. So, so um, soon we're gonna have another guest on. Um, and spoilers: the guest is Mario. Uh, he is going to be showing up soon. Um, just give me a sec to contact Mario. Uh, um, yeah, and uh, we know that there's the upcoming Mario movie starring Chris Pratt. Uh, for some reason. Uh. And here to talk about that is Crazy Frog, who's apparently working on it. Yeah, I am. Oh my god! I, uh, you know, I'm. I have a lot of hobbies, you know. Besides running a great company full of great ideas. No, also... it's, it's a super villain company. You're evil, not great. Yeah, well, evil, you know, great. Yeah. Well, it's um... all uh, all a construct. So. Well, uh, this guy seems chill to me. I don't. I mean, he, yeah, I know. I, I just got a big, you know, download of exposition, so I'm still kind of sorting out where my allegiances lie in all this because there's a lot of complicated things happening. But 
I think I'm rooting for Crazy Frog in this whole Queen situation. And he, he, um, he tortured of he tortured everyone. He tried to have me kill. Uh, well, you deserved it for you know wanting I, to be killed. No, he captured me and held me captive in his building before becoming CEO of America. Okay, I didn't know. Okay, okay got yeah. it. Okay. I mean, it just seems like if the all right, no, so sorry, I, I I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm just sort of processing a lot because crazy. I know that he's evil or whatever. He seems, he seems chill though. Okay, I mean, yeah, I'm pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, he may be. A, I don't know what this guy's from. He may be a super villain, but this is a podcast. Even if you're a super villain, you got to be professional. So, so you know, what would my what would my fans think if my reputation was destroyed here because of this? So. Trying to be a good, uh, good guest, but you know, after this is over, why people will surround the building, and mm, I will put you in Albanian prison. Me? Yep. You. I'm gonna do it. What about Kevin? Is he safe? At uh, least spare him. Me. He seems like a nice guy, you know. Yeah. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm new to this whole movie producing business, so. Maybe you could show me a thing or two. Yeah, is this? I mean, you, you. It was your idea to do the Chris Pratt, like. Well, I looked at that guy, and he was he was doing something goofy, and I was like, "Man, that guy's so goofy! Oh my gosh, he looks like Mario!" And then, boom, right there, he Wait, should be Mario in but a movie. You casted him because you think he looks like Mario. First of all, he doesn't look like Mario. Second of all, this is an animated movie. Anybody can okay. do the voice. Well, agree to disagree, okay? He was being real goofy. I was like, that's something Mario would do right there. And guess what? All right? And off so far. Just wait till you watch the movie. It'll be out on date, list date here. Just you guys wait. Well, at least Jack, uh, at, least, thing. at least we're getting Jack Black as Bowser. And also Charlie Day as, as Luigi is something that seems cool. Uh... Yep. But it, it, it is also from the studio that brought us the Minions. So. Yeah. Well, we're telling yeah. them they can't milk this one like they did the Minions. All right. So. Uh, minions, uh, I, I got to come out. I, 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 I do have to come out swinging for the Minions a little bit because I do think it's funny and I like, I like uh, you know, they do some funny stuff in that movie. Uh, give it a shot. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Uh, but, no, 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 listen. Oh. We have nothing against the movie. All right, the movie's a great movie. It's just when they made the movie, they milked it so hard. Yeah. They milked it to the point where it makes me just so annoyed. You know, the movie had a lot of potential, but then they just they just well, went crazy well, with it. What they do with merchandise yeah. does not determine the quality of the film. Uh, That's but, fair. But I think there were even, like, minion condoms being made. Like... Yeah, like it was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I think the, I think the urge, like you don't need to buy a Minions condom because if you think you should, then clearly you're already doing well with birth control. Because no one's going to fuck you if you use Oof. a Minions condom. Jeez, those Minion fans would be really upset if they heard that. <laughs> well, I mean, this... Let's keep in mind this podcast is not really marked as for kids. So I mean, I think you're supposed to wear them for you know, if you 
if you were to fuck a minion, I think that that's like, you know. No, I think they'd want me to use a banana peel. Oh yeah, <laughs> they demand yeah, they demand that I use a banana peel, and 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 not all, and if I don't use the banana peel, it's not like they're just not gonna fuck me. It's they're gonna kill me. Seems like you've really given this some thought. Yeah, uh, but El Elron, um, I uh, I, I think it sounds to... great. I think Mar I think Mara's gonna be good. Uh, it sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah, um, I think so too. Chris Pratt, you know, great guy. We'll see how he does. You know. He's such a goofball on set. It's like, jeez, Chris, you're killing me. Well, does he know that this movie is actually just a secretly disguised plan to have to hide what you're currently doing to take over the country once again? Oh, jeez, here we go again. Foiling my plans. It's not really cool, okay? Okay, okay. okay. But, but why was... Okay, literally just today... Um. The Postmaster General of the United States, Louis DeJoy, like suddenly ran his skin started crackling apart and like ripping off like an egg. And then it un revealed Pete the mailman underneath. And now he's Postmaster General. I clearly know you had some involvement in the Louis DeJoy turning into a mailman. That's all. You just saw something, and you're blaming it on me because what? Because I'm awesome? Is it that? No, I saw this live. It was national yeah. news. See, that's just so. It's my fault because it's national news now, or something like. No, replacing every politician with some weird, wacky character was what you did the first time you took over the country. I know it's what you're doing the second time. Hmm. <sighs> That's fake news. What you just said, that's fake. Okay. Jeez. Okay. People well, um... Well, he's just okay. trying to produce a movie for, you know, the Mario fans. Yeah, exactly. It seems like... Mario fans love this type of stuff, all right? They, they've been waiting for this movie. They're being brainwashed. I mean, I, I just can't believe okay. you actually got Jack Black to do this. Why, Jack? I mean, you're still awesome, but why? Why? Well, I think it's because Jack... The reason he's awesome is because he doesn't care what other people think of him. And because he's actually just a nice, really awesome Well, no, I think he does. So, he does care what other people think of him, but everybody respects him, so he doesn't have to worry about anything. Yeah, good point. I don't know who would think anything bad of Jack Black. Uh, I don't know. I mean... Maybe. Probably me, because I'm evil. Yes, <laughs> yes. That, that, I mean, trust me, if someone says they don't think Jack Black is awesome, you should probably just, like, not engage with them. Yeah. Kevin, but here you, I am. Please tell me you're not podcast. one of those people. Uh, I mean, I, I hate to break it to you, but I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm fairly pro-Jack Black. I, I, he's got, Wait, you, you hate know. to break it to me? No, that's, that's good. That's what I want. Oh, uh, okay. That's what you wanted to hear? Yeah. Okay. I think we didn't like Jack Black. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, no, I, I I I I misunderstood then. I I love Jack Black. He's 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 really funny. Yeah, um, uh, I, but it, now it, clearly it seems uh, Mr. Brainwasher here has hired him um, to be in his movie without knowing that it's secretly just brainwashing in order to distract from all the hatchings, all of the political figures hatching out of their previous skins to unveil wacky characters. 
Hey man, I'm just trying to make the world a little cooler, all right? Oh, oh, oh okay. Do you think it's cool when people are just watching the attorney general giving a speech, and then suddenly he turns into some, like, guy from Law and Order? I don't know. Mm, <laughs> like, I don't think it's not cool. Because I'm evil. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, well, uh, oh my god. Um... It, it, it also seems to appear that uh, during a, that uh, during a Senate meeting, um, Mitch McConnell randomly transformed, like he, he hatched out of his skin into Blue from Blue's Clues. Uh, I, I feel like if if you are behind this, Elrond, I'm actually worried that Blue might be worse than McConnell. Uh, well, hey, you know, when I was a child, not saying I did it, but when I was a child, you know. Blue's Clues was very special to me, very dear. My heart, so it's great. Okay, but now Blue is the minority leader of the Senate. Yeah. Can you find the money to pay for things? No. Shuts down the government. That's the way it goes. How about we shut down Mitch McConnell's system? Like, heart. What system? Whatever. Mm, politics... No thanks. Money making, yes. I run a business, not a country. If, if there's anybody listening to this that actually likes Mitch McConnell, though, I think I think if if you are behind this uh, crazy frog, you know, turning Mitch McConnell into Blue from Blue's Clues, I uh, I will say I hope that that's like not. I hope that it's not. It's kind of stops there. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't mind it. It does. It seems. I don't know. It doesn't. It's not. It's definitely morally, uh, you know, uh, not my cup of tea. But uh, if it, if it stops there, I'm, I'm fine with it. What is your What is your end game uh, in, in all of this? Well, end game. You know, my my place that I took over is kind of falling apart. So I'm thinking I'm going to move here, make it just like how it was where I came from, nice. and then make it not fall apart this time. Cool. Turn a couple people into children's cartoon characters. Well, um, it, it appears that Ohio Senator Rob Portman just transferred into Magenta from Blue's Clues. What is your obsession with Blue's Clues? I mean, yeah, Steve is awesome, but what is your obsession with the animals from Blue's Clues? Are these people dying when they transform, or is their consciousness still inside the cartoon character? I guess, like, the, the, their consciences, consciousness just shrivels up into nothingness at, while, sure. while their their skin turns into a just a suit. Well, I wouldn't a, really say that. I would say that, you know, the characters they turn into have really been them all along. Oh, so are they really dying or, you know, accepting themselves okay. who they are? There was just another report. Um, Louisiana Senator John Kennedy just transformed into Sid, the science kid. Mm. Yes, sir. With the other Louisiana Senator turning into Bill Nye, the science guy, but I, I don't know the name of the other Louisiana Senator. He always seemed like a pretty manly guy, so, you know, I was like, I should make him more manly, manly science person. Okay, um, tell us, tell us more about the, I, I mean, whatever, I mean, you're an unstoppable force of evil, we won't be able to stop you even if you reveal your motives, so tell us, what, who in the House of Representatives do you plan to change people into? Uh, 
I'm thinking backyardigans right now. Okay, which representatives? Which representatives are you going to turn to the backyardigans? Well, hey, now I'm not just going to tell you. What if you find a way to stop it? Believe me, you'll find a way to stop me from stopping it. Well, how are you doing? Are you allowed to say how you're how you're achieving this? Is it? Well, if I, I mean, tell you, then you'll know. He just has, it's just, I think it's just psychic stuff. He just can do it with his brain. I just can't. I'm going to have to look up on like, YouTube and see what's what this looks like. Cause I can't, I can't I'll make a book for imagine dummies. it. Once I okay. rule the world, I'll make a book for dummies. You know, you know that series? I'll be like, hey guys, could you make me, make me a book on how to turn people into cartoon characters? Why? Um, I don't think all of them are cartoon characters. Mailman Pete is live action, and that, that's what uh, Louis DeJoy transformed into. Yeah, that's trickier for me, I think. Um, Mailman Pete, I think he's a made-up character. Right. Uh, but uh, I, I'd say we can maybe do a vote. Have you actually decided which representatives you want to turn to the backyard against? No, not yet. Okay, well, how about uh, there? How many backyardians are there? Are there five or six? I'm a little disgusted by that question. Um, just... um, well, since you asked, is, this, is that typing in the background? Is someone trying to find this out? No. I'm I'm thinking yeah, um you better not be no. I don't know what the backyard against are so I'm five yeah I knew it five backyard ends, guys okay well um there's the late there's the weird the alien girl I don't know what she is the polka dot girl the 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 penguin the, I think she's a hippo I think yeah the mm -hmm. hippo the moose and I think he's supposed to be a kangaroo. I don't know what the pink girl is. I'm still a ladybug. I don't know, some kind of bug. Uh, well, um, well, uh, here, here's the thing. We gotta, we gotta figure Does out. We, we, me and Kevin, we should decide which representatives we need to transform into backyardigans. I mean, sure, my happen. treat, my treat. You guys can pick. <sighs> um, yeah, I don't, you know. If we transform Matt Gates into Uniqua, will she be a pedophile still? Excuse me. Right. Take well, shame and putting your political agenda in this uh, podcast. I'm not. What are you talking about? <laughs> I have no idea who any of these people or their scandals are. Just saying. Okay. Well. Um. I vote on Matt Gates as Uniqua. Would you agree with that, Kevin? Yeah, I mean, if if again, if, if this is killing him and his consciousness goes away, I don't think it sh I don't think you should do it. Um, Wait, we I shouldn't. Wouldn't, we shouldn't make Matt Gates's conscience go away. I think we should, you know, get him get him out of the government, but in a, in a way that doesn't destroy his, you know, soul or whatever. I guess you would believe in. Um, if, if, if that kind of thing to get you know give him a brand new cartoon uh consciousness it, it feels uh, yeah i don't think we should do it i, I mean i 
I, I think there are probably people out there that would volunteer to, to undergo this process, uh, you know, uh, uh, readily. Uh, and so I think that that's how it should maybe be. Maybe, I guess I'm just, you know, nervous sort of listing members of uh, government, you know, or targeting them for uh, transmogrification or, or whatever you call it, crazy fraud. I don't know. I'm not a, the science. I don't get yeah, okay. I, keep your uh, Keep your reputation. I, I, I just had an epiphany here. Um, we take the, the representatives that we transform into backyardicans, we upload their consciousness onto a computer and make a sequel to the backyardigan starring them. Wow. You're so kind. Beautiful. So, so um, like, a. Oh, uh, okay. So we yeah. change, switch Matt Gates with Uniqua. Um, I guess switch Marjorie Taylor Green with Austin. Uh, I don't know. Um, switch uh, Paul Gozar. That guy sucks. Um, switch Paul Gozar with Tasha. Uh, and switch Lauren Boebert with. Uh, did I say Tyrone already? If I didn't, that means Austin. Now, who should we do with Pablo? Who needs to be switched with Pablo, Kevin? Yeah. Um, I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar with any of these names. I'm a little bit lost uh, in, in in all of it. So uh, yeah, we should switch. Uh, um, Obama, Obama with Pablo. Oh, okay, but. I guess. I mean, Obama was at least a congressman at one point. That is a great guy. But, 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 but yeah, you're replacing these people to fill in their political positions. I think Obama doesn't have a political position right now. Yeah, but, you know, he's still a pretty influential guy. I vote that we turn, um, I don't know, I, I vote that we turn Kevin McCarthy, the House Minority Leader, into, uh, in, into Pablo. Sure. Yeah, you got it. That works for me too. Um, yeah, I'm on board board with it, I guess. Okay, so all so, so now we we have a new show. Who gives a shit? You know, who gives a shit? Like, yep. yeah, turn them into cartoons. I don't care. It's whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. Now, now there's gonna be a new. Uh, you got yourself a new movie idea, huh? Okay. <laughs> a new Backyardigans esque TV show starring animated versions of some of our most stupid representatives right now. I mean, I can talk to HBO Max if, you know, and see if that's, you know, they don't have to know that people's souls were destroyed to create the, the characters. Um, yeah. Keep that between us. We'll, uh, yeah, we, we can keep that between us. We'll make it, uh, we'll call it, I don't know, the Senate Dardigans? No, no all of those people are in the House. Okay, whatever, the House Dardigans. Uh... Yeah, family house. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, um, there's got to be some pop culture reference there we can use. And you could, yeah. They are still, you know, backyard. I think you got you to keep backyardigans in there in some way for the branding uh, purposes. How, House yeah. of Representatives backyardigans. Yeah, backyardigans, DC Knights. Yeah, we gotta. I think we should just shove house in backyardigans, back house again. Back house, house yard again. Back. Back house yard. Yeah. Yeah. Back, back house, house yard again. Yeah. Okay. All right. I could get behind that. That's a that's a pretty catchy name. I could get behind. Right. That. Oh, oh. Okay. But uh, we a all know house. that. Oh, go on. 
Back Backhouse. Yep. Yeah. Backhouse Yardigans is just going to be another way to uh, to try to brainwash people into not noticing all the crazy transformations. Oh, right. Like, I mean, I think a lot of these replacements with Backyardigans, the Backyardigans are going to be even worse representatives. I don't think so. I disagree. My take is that Hazy from a spy before, you know, I think he's a great uh, candidate, and I, I really believe in him. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. What? Kevin, what are you trying to say? I just think that Crazy Frog, you know, his heart's in it. I think he cares about where this country's headed, and and uh, I, I can see how he's a little rough around the edges, uh, a little morally ambivalent, um, and, you know, uh, diabolical, I guess, is some of the stuff that he's talking about. But yeah, at the good. end of the day... Adcorp seems like a good company. They, I mean, by all accounts, um, he ran that. Uh, and yeah, they had to do the whole consciousness, uh, you know, space dust switching bodies into a new dimension thing. And now he's he's got all this other bullshit on his plate. And he, yeah, so he's whatever. He's taking some big leaps, but uh, I, I support him. And uh, I don't know, I say good luck to you. Uh, Crazy Frog, one question. Um, do you think Brian, what, what do you think of this whole Brian Laundry thing? You think he's innocent? Who? Have you not used any phones recently? Well, who are you talking about? Brian Laundry. Brian. Do, do you think Brian Laundry is innocent? Uh, I don't know. I don't know who that is. Do you, act, uh, you actually don't know about the, the whole Gabby Petito thing? I have been taking a mental break from social media as of late. That is, there you go. That is a there good you idea. Go. But, Crazy frog. Hell yeah. But I mean, that's so healthy. It's so it's so important to do that. I know. Well, Ke Ke Kevin, do you think Brian Laundry's innocent? Uh, well, you know, let's uh, not in, let's in not this country, they're not presumed saying uh, innocent until proven otherwise, but uh, I'll just say that I will be following his case quite closely uh, as it as it progresses. I'm, uh, I hope, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm not going to have a real take on this. <laughs> okay, I'm starting to think that this whole Brian Laundry thing was just uh, something, it was probably faked by AdCorp. That's probably what... Why is Dog the Bounty Hunter suddenly getting involved in it? Crazy Frog staged this whole thing. I mean, that's actually... That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I don't necessarily believe everything I read on the internet. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I would buy that. If he has the technology to completely transform people into cartoon characters, I'm sure he could rig up a, a fake scenario. Yeah, I mean, like... Crazy Frog, or do you plan to make Dog the Bounty Hunter a new congressman or politician or something? Maybe, you know, watch the news. Maybe. Oh, okay, but you fake, you stage this entire thing. Brian Laundry is literally just an actor. Yeah. yeah. How did I you trust him? He's playing four-dimensional chess over here. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I, I, I should note that uh, we are coming to the end of our time, uh, so I want to say. Thanks, Crazy Frog. I mean, you're doing terrible things, but at least you're willing to show yourself here and not sneak up on me. And 
on the more positive side, thank you so much, Kevin, for coming on. You did a great job here. Very glad to have you on. Hey, my pleasure. It was it was real fun. Uh, nice nice talking to you guys. Yeah. Okay. For, uh, yeah. Aristotle Asparagus out. Peace. <laughs>